It can be our biggest savior if we learn how to have control over it, or it can be our biggest crush, the biggest pain point for us if we don't. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not going to have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited Hero? I'm working on my second book. Whenever I do this, I go really, really deep into research mode. I'm just reading a bunch of stuff and you know... I really try to incorporate what I learn, but again, I went to graduate school 12 years ago, right? So new knowledge always. What I learn, what I see at Ignite and what I see working and not working, and then the new upcoming, you know, neuroscience literature and motivation literature and habit change literature and just anything that I can glean that can make our work better. So I don't know if anybody's ever done my 21 day habit reset challenge in it. I talk less about the, I'll call them the deep issues that we do cover in the hero program and more about, okay, like how do you change habits, right? How do habits change? I'm digging into that literature. Cause I'm really, I'm trying to simplify. I'm trying to make it easier for people to get started at whatever level they feel like getting started at. And so there are a lot of neuroscience models about how we learn. Neuroscience has definitely shown us over the last many, many, many decades of work that people have been doing in the space that stopping yourself from doing a habit or doing a behavior you're used to is much more difficult than replacing it. And so we should be working on replacing. And at the same time, though, you can get triggered to engage in old behaviors. So there is value to figuring out how to pause, how to stop, how to give yourself some space. And I think we cover both of those things in the United program in some ways, right? How do you get a little break when you get triggered? But also, how do you put most of your focus on learning new behaviors to replace that old thing? So as I'm doing my research for this new model for the book, uh, it's very similar to what we've already talked about. It's just like expands and has some additional pieces to it. I start out by writing what I know. So our level of activation, right? That whole thermometer thing, how active are we from zero to 10 in terms of arousal, nervousness, anxiety, et cetera, was a big piece. Our beliefs are a big piece, right? Those have to do with what kind of choices we see ourselves having, what abilities we think we'll be able to show up with, right? Like if I see myself as an alcoholic, then when alcohol shows up, the beliefs I have inside are that, oh, this is the thing I can't control it's going to take over my life again. Um, and that makes me more anxious, more stressed out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and creates a cascade, right? So I'm reading all this stuff. And for a lot of people, when I tell them, look, you have to regulate your energy. You have to have a morning habit so that you can show up to your day as deactivated, as unstressed as you possibly can. It sounds like it's removed from the alcohol problem. To a lot of people, it sounds like, okay, I get, yes, sure. I should have a morning ritual and some things to do in the morning so I'm not as crazy in my own head when I wake up. But that's not what I came here for. I came here for like help with drinking. 
right? A lot of people say stuff like, like, okay, get me to stop drinking first and then let's do this other stuff. And so I'm reading all this literature and there's a term for habits in neuroscience. We don't call them habits. We call them prepotent responses. And the reason they're called that is you can think of them as like, almost like a, like a bow. The reason they're called prepotent is it's like somebody's already pulled on the bow and it's just waiting to go. And it's called prepotent, like it's been loaded already. And the moment the thing happens, it'll set it up. You let the arrow go and the thing flies, right? That's why it's called that. And there's a ton of literature, a ton of research on how do we stop ourselves from doing prepotent responses. There's a whole body of literature about it. Nobody in addiction pays sense to it because they don't think it has anything to do with addiction, but a whole body of literature. And as I'm reading more and more on this, it's really interesting, the synergy and how it all comes together. People have um, clinical depression, have a lower ability to inhibit these responses. People that have ADHD have a lower ability to inhibit these responses. People on the autism spectrum have a lower ability to, um, to inhibit these responses. Uh, suicidality, obviously addiction, all these things have to do with this inability to stop yourself from shooting the arrow. And what's funny about it is I'm reading all these different pieces of literature and they're all talking about their disorder. And so if you read one of them, you'd be like, oh, ADHD, that makes sense, right? Why, why do HD, people with ADHD, like myself, have a hard time not speaking out of turn or paying attention to a piece of paper they have to write on and instead they keep getting distracted? It's because their body, their brain is unable to stop themselves from impulses, okay? So it'll make sense in that world. Hey everybody, it's Adi again, and I want to share with you something that I believe is one of the most useful free tools I've ever created for my clients and for you. It's our free personalized My Drinking Score report. Look, you already know that at Ignited, we don't care much for labels, and we don't believe in any of those once a blah, 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 always a blah, blah, blah slogan. But if you are questioning your specific relationship with alcohol, you may be trying to figure out how to understand what you need to do and whether you're moving in the right direction. Well, then this completely free tool is for you and will give you the answers you're looking for. All you're going to do is you're going to take a five-minute quiz answering simple questions that you know the answers to. And then like magic, our system is going to spit out a custom report so that you can find out more about your relationship with alcohol and actually get guidance and help to some of the changes that you can individually make. I created this tool to give you a customized, personalized, virtual resource that you can take at any time and that makes it easy to get the exact recommendations and steps that you need to help eliminate your struggles. Anybody can take it and did I mention that it's completely 100% free? Well, it is. So stop running around in circles trying to figure out why you're having a hard time getting sober and get real solutions and guidance to help transform your life and get ignited forever. Just pause this audio right now and go to ignited.com forward slash go. Again, that's ignited.com forward slash go and take our five minute quiz right now. Find out what your drinking score is and then share it and tag us on Instagram or Facebook because remember, fuck shame. Together, we get to move forward and get better every day. It'll make sense in depression too. 
Why? So when you're depressed, one of the things that is hard is you can't stop yourself from having the negative thoughts, right? You want to stop them. You can't stop them. You want to stop them. They're stuck. And so the, the literature there is about, hey, why are people having a hard time stopping those, um, they call them um, perseverative negative thoughts, right? Like these constant negative thought cycles. And then in autism, it has to do with why pe- kids with autism on the spectrum have a hard time controlling their reaction to noise or controlling their uh, discomfort, right? And they sort of act out. But as I'm reading all of these different papers, I'm going, but what if, what if each one of those disorders is not even the thing? It's just this inability to withhold your habits, the way you're used to showing up. And then there's a ton of literature on how bad chronic and acute, which means like immediate stress is for your ability to inhibit these things ton of literature showing that having chronic stress makes it really, really, really difficult to stop yourself from engaging in habitual behavior. And this comes up in a ton of different ways. Kids in college fall back on their, eat, on their crappy eating habits during finals and midterms because the stress of the finals and midterms in school makes it hard for them to make different choices in food. So they just eat whatever's in front of them and they don't really care. People with addiction issues obviously have a harder time during stress controlling their behavior. People with depression, et cetera. And so in a way, as I'm kind of bringing all this literature together, these little things that we do and just taking 15, 20, 30 minutes, just bring our level of activation, whatever it was when we showed up here, down, has been proven over and over and over to give us more control over our behavior before we even go and try to change our habits. Literally just creating less stress in the moment will provide you that. Stuff just keeps showing up. (laughs) You know, it's just no matter what we do, no matter how we show up to our own lives, the world keeps throwing more at us. And so I want all of us to really let it sink in deeply, almost on top of everything else we worry about. Marriage, money, kids, house, mortgage, bills, politics, put on top of all the stuff we're talking about, almost on top of all of it. Those are all individual things, but on top of all of it and our ability to show up to it is the level of stress and activation that we bring to the everyday moment that we experience. What's up, everybody? So glad that you've tuned in here today. You know, we bring you these recovery episodes to help anyone who's struggling with addiction or habits that don't serve them break free of the cycle using the latest research and the most effective strategies that I've found over my years of doing this and thousands of people I've helped. Obviously, we offer this free resource to you because I know that getting help is hard and I want to make it as easy as possible. So even if you never join our online hero program or come to our retreats or come and work with me individually, I want you to at least have access to the same powerful tools that have changed thousands of lives. If you like this and think it's useful, please give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or just wherever you're listening to this right now. It really helps get the word out about this free resource, which is important since my goal is to help over a million people. So thanks a lot for being part of the Ignited community. Now let's get you back to the help. It can be our biggest savior if we learn how to have control over it, or it can be our biggest crush, the biggest pain point for us if we don't because it ends up bringing us into that cycle, right? We let the stress take over, which means we do more and more things that hurt ourselves. 
And then that makes us more stressed out. We end up in that cycle and it gets really, really, really hard to stop. And I just want to remind all of us at any point in time, we can pull the ripcord and go, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not, I'm not doing this right now. I'm going to pause and I'm going to meditate or I'm going to breathe. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do something that is going to bring my stress level down, whatever it works for you. Because I know that if I could just do that alone, whatever I do after that is more likely to be the control that I want to exert than what the world is throwing at me. So that's, that's how important this seemingly menial activity of just breathing and closing our eyes is. It's that important in our lives. And it's why meditation has been practiced for thousands of years. It's why research has finally caught up to this stuff, right? It's like, it is that powerful. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to share with you the next two in-person retreats that Ignited is offering. If you followed Sophie and I at all, you saw how absolutely incredible our Tulum retreat, the Up Level Your Life retreat was. Well, we've got two coming right down here in Southern California. The first one is the men's retreat. It's going to take place February 8th to 12th, and it's going to happen in Temecula, California, just a couple of hours away from LA and San Diego. It is going to be magical. It's the third year in a row we've done this. It is pure magic. This happens right before Valentine's Day on purpose in order to help people show up as their best to what's happening for them and for their partner in the relationship. What does that mean? That means they can radically accept, they can have transparency, they can have preparation goals and strategy on how to transform themselves and their relationship into the next best version of them. And this year, for the first time ever, our highly anticipated women's retreat happening at the exact same time in Southern California, February 8th through 12th. So if you're in a partnership, you can come in separately to each of those retreats and have literally one of the most incredible Valentines you have ever experienced in your life. After the last two men's retreats, I got emails from women from wives whose husbands went to retreat saying, I don't know what you all did over there, but I've never seen my husband like this. If you want that kind of response this year for the two of you, come right now. Now, normally when we talk about this, we get some questions. So the first one is, do I have to be in a relationship to come to an ignited retreat? First of all, no, you don't have to be in a relationship to attend either one of them. We're definitely going to have some elements of the program around relationship. Guess what? You are in multiple relationships in your lives right now with yourself and with other people around you. This is going to help all of those not just romantic relationship. Another big question we get is what's the difference between this retreat and that up level your life retreat we just saw you all having in Tulum? Well, these two are, first of all, they're gender specific. So it's the first time we're splitting up our community in this way, but we've been having the men's retreat. There are some things that are just easier to talk about sometime in limited, smaller groups that are more specific, you know, about two thirds were women at the up level your life retreat. And so this split will do a lot. It's going to help increase radical transparency and openness. It's going to empower Empower people to be the best version of themselves and be transparent. And it's going to allow you to hone in on the masculine and feminine to allow for massive transformation. And if you know anything about polarity, really reach this Valentine's Day in maximum polarity. Plus, if you're in a relationship, you guys will get discounts for joining together. Contact us more for more details. All you got to do is go to ignited.com forward slash events. That's IGNTD.com forward slash events to learn more and save your spot. Again, we have early bird pricing and a six month payment plan. And if you come as a couple, you will get a further discount on both of these. Cannot wait to see you. If you had massive FOMO around Tulum, do not let that happen to you again.
Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com if there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks and see you next week.